Tonight's episode of the Barrel Brothers Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, so download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How was your week? Um, it was pretty good, man. It was it was awfully short. I had a, basically a half-day Monday. It was off Tuesday, Wednesday, and just kind of grounded it out today. So thankful to be off tomorrow and into the weekend. Using that use or lose, aren't you? Trying to, man. I still have 133 hours to get rid of before the end of December. Well, give them to your boy over here. I wish I could, man. If we work <laughs> for the same organization, I could donate it. Yeah. I saw you went to the uh, Rockingham County Fair. Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was pretty awesome. It, yeah. it, was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, we were we were in God's country, as I like to call it. So it was it was good. Um, Hannah's uncle is like the guy for the for the Rockingham County Fair. I'm so the was, guy. I'm the guy. Man, I love Alex too. Be <laughs> such an awesome guy. But um, yeah. So actually, for the next couple of years, he's going to be president of the Rockingham County Fair. So that'll be no shit. Pretty, yeah, man. And every he's like he's like up there. That's like a big deal. Yeah. So. And when anytime we go to Harrisonburg, like it's kind of a small place. I'm sure Lexington sort of has the same feel where everybody knows everybody's business and knows who's kin to who and this, that, and the other. And uh, like, you know, you're walking around the fair with Uncle Keith and Aunt Jennifer, and everybody's like, oh, they're with the sheets. They must be somebody. They must be somebody. It was pretty funny. <laughs> you, so your your wife's uncle's last name is Sheets? Yeah. I grew up with some sheets. They're probably kin down the line somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I think Uncle Keith's like ninth or tenth generation from Rockingham County, though. Okay. So they've been there a long time. I think they actually have the original land deed from like King George or something like that, which is kind of sweet. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The the sheets that I know, they're they're all all around from like Fairfield up in Stanton. So it's kind of basically from Harrisonburg down to. Lexington, that that general area, Augusta County, Rockbridge County. Ten uh, generations of sheets. I'm sure somebody's been down there. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it was um, it was a good time, man. I got you know Harvey brought something home from the daycare, so I've got it, and it's now fighting with it. But I'm on the downswing of mine. Good. I'm glad to hear it. But uh, good week so far. Thank you. I yeah, you uh, I actually. Years. Yeah, I got I got to work tomorrow, but. I got to play some golf this past weekend. What? Where? Boy, am I terrible at golf. Hey, but you were out there. That's all that matters. Dude, I had a blast. I now see why people like golf. Like I played in Florida with my brother and my brother-in-law. And then I went home uh, this past weekend and played with my brother-in-law. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was actually kind of kind of nice out to begin with. It got a little sticky towards the end of the into the 18 holes, but um shot a 128. It's all right. I'm proud. I, of- I, I equate it to fishing. Most of the up. time, it's not about catching the fish. It's more about just being out there and away from people. I broke 130, baby. 
Hell yeah, I'm man. On the downhill. Baby steps. <laughs> whiskey drinkers <laughs> welcome back to the bear brothers podcast if you're joining us for the first time tonight my name is david parker and i'm joined every week by my co-host and geriatric brian athey rude <laughs> we're just we're honestly just two average dads who love to share our love of whiskey to the podcast world once our little kiddos are fast asleep if you guys have friends family co-workers neighbors anybody you know that you know who are whiskey fans or you know, maybe trying the whiskey on for size, tell them about the Barrel Brothers. We'd love to have you listen to us. Brian, how the hell are you, man? I'm good, dude. It's podcast night. It's bourbon night. I'm ready to go. Tonight, we are drinking New Lou Toasted Rye by Prohibition Craft Spirits. It is a barrel pick by uh, Brown Water Select uh, Barrel Pick Group. Our friends Ricky and Damon, Damon. Sorry, man, if you're listening to this, I, I didn't pronounce your name right. Anyways, um, this is 121 proof, aged four years, 10 months, finished in toasted barrels, amber color, uncut, unfiltered. Brian, what do you think about the look of the bottle first off? All right, so um, I'm a sucker for this bottle style. Um, it reminds me a lot of what comes out of the Corsair Distillery in downtown Nashville. I love their bottle and neck and, and cork and stuff like that. It's got this real thick glass at the bottom that's one of my favorite things ever we you know david much to his credit did a little bit of legwork and, and got in touch with the guys at brown water select uh, and actually secured us a bottle of this so i you know i appreciate you so much for doing that man the uh the label that these guys did for this particular barrel pick uh what are your thoughts on it before i get into it what do you think it's pretty sweet i think you're more of the of the label guy my like i mean i like the labels but not something that I really, you know, craze over. So, I mean, we've said it before. I'm sort of the bottle whore and, and you're the juice man. <laughs> yeah. So I, where, where I very much appreciate both, um, David is David is the juice man. He wants what's in the bottle and he doesn't really care about what it looks like as long as the juice is good. Fair statement? Fair statement. So uh, Brown Water Select is a fairly new group, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Ricky and Ricky and Damon, Damon, sorry, sorry, man, I, if we didn't get that right the first time, um, got together with Nulu uh, and did a couple barrel picks. Um, one is uh, Vax vaccination themed, and then this one is Popeyes toasted rye. I think um, the, the Nulu Vax is the bourbon. Okay, gotcha. And then so they did a rye and a bourbon. Thank you. Um, so this one's got olive oil and Popeye uppercutting blue dough, which is super sick. <laughs> <laughs> There's a barrel in the background with the toasted, um, the newly toasted rye bottles on top of it. It's just super cool. It's creative. I'll, they, I'll give them that. It's creative. Hell yeah. And the wax color that they used, it's almost like a copper, purple copper color. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's, I, I don't know. I think it's super sweet. And then for, uh, for not being a huge rye fan, even though the proof is 121, this might be one of the sweetest rye rye whiskeys I think I've ever had. Yeah, if you guys are um, getting into rye whiskeys, I might start with something 
a little less on the rise side. <laughs> I don't know what the specific mash bill is, but um, it's a little it's a little heavy. I mean, it's also one twenty one proof. So, you know, if you yeah. guys aren't if you guys aren't into the heat, I, I proof it down a little bit. Quite frankly, with you, I proofed it down a little tonight because I had buffalo chicken sandwiches, and it's not Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then me having a cold, I had to proof mine. The first time I had it, though, I did not proof it down, and I wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling like ass. Yeah, and it, dude, it's delicious. Um, and then I proofed it down to probably about a hundred ish, one oh. 100 to 105 and it's still pretty sweet but you definitely get more of the rye spices you dilute it down and proof it down so but our our review that we're going to be talking about is is of uh, barrel proof 121 yep so on right off the bat on the nose well first off it's a it's got a pretty i would say medium amber color not super dark but not light either like we said it's four years 10 months uh mgp juice out of lawrenceburg indiana the nose, I think it has like that. I've talked about it before. That mentholy, wintergreen mint kind of kind of smell to it. A little bit of tobacco, maybe a touch of vanilla. Uh, I mean, it's kind of kind of sweet, but a lot of stuff going on. The nose and the palate. What you got on the nose? Yeah, man. It, it's um for for 121 barrel proof rye. It, it's super complex, and I know it's such a douchey thing to say, but like. There isn't one specific thing that sticks out. Like if you were to take um, a, a rum spice cake with candied pecans and a little bit of like graham cracker, that's basically what you're smelling and tasting. That and again, that's just me. But I get all of those like toasted almonds and all of that, the great nuttiness to it. And sorry, I'm pulling away from the microphone. I'm just having a call. I got to stick my face in the glass. A little bit of like toasted marshmallow too. And it's, for it being... Um, for being a rye, it really shocked me how sweet it was. I think it has a. Am I am I wrong to say mentholy? Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm like getting at when I say that? I, don't I mean, think a little like bit menthol cigarettes, but it's <laughs> it's kind it of tastes like cigarettes. It tastes <laughs> like cigarettes. No, no, no. I get you. It's it's definitely got a. Um, I mean, I don't I don't really get it. Like the wintergreen lifesaver mints, I don't get it as much with this one. Mm-hmm as others I've we've done in the past, but I mean, it's got a more vanilla mint to it. I okay. Yeah. Like it on the, especially on the taste, on the taste, I get like rye just kind of punches you right in the mouth and then creamy vanilla mintish, maybe a little peppery taste on the back end. Again, on the taste, a lot of stuff's going on and I found, I found this one uh, pretty hard to nail down. Yeah, it's it's pretty complex, but that see for me that makes me go, you know, a good kind of crazy because it's not like anything else I've ever had. Correct. So shout out to Prohibition Craft Spirits and uh, Brown Water Select for kind of giving us something that I've never had before. I can't compare it to anything. It's singular. It's you know, it's it's awesome. If there is a downside, and again, it's big if. If there is a downside, it's got a medium long finish, which is not the downside, but. Um, you know, sweet, creamy mouthfeel, but the heat sticks to my tongue a lot more than I really care for. And that is all about it being 121 proof. You know, some, some bourbons that I've had in the high one twenties, it gets, it's hot, like 128 proof. That's hot. Yeah. 120 and up it's, you know, so if that's, if that's your, that's your thing, go on with the bad self, but 
I guess for the average people, you know, it's it's a little overwhelming at, at points. Well, true. And, you know, full on disclosure and disclaimer, we would never, if you're new to bourbon or whiskey or rice or anything, we, we would never just throw you into the deep end of the pool with 121 barrel proof or uh, barrel strength because that that'd be kind of mean and that would turn a lot of people off i think but um <laughs> yeah if you're like if i you're just, just getting into if you're just getting into whiskey you know a lot of our listeners are are just just that they're just getting into whiskey they're yeah. trying to learn about it this is probably not the one for you not yet not, not yet. yet not yet um but if you've got a strong gut a strong esophagus and strong palate and you know you like being punched in the face with bold complex flavors all by all means go for it if i were to characterize this pour with a phrase sweet and spicy that's what i'm going with yeah it's nailed it's dead on it's perfect it's perfect explanation first they're sweet then they're sour (laughs) (laughs) then it's gone (laughs) yeah it's good though um you know it it's manageable at 121 proof i uh, i wouldn't recommend pairing it with spicy foods (laughs) yeah no the uh buffalo sauce is a no-go yeah yeah and a hard pass on that one but um <laughs> yeah the the guys did a great job um i hope they do some more I'm, I'm sad that i didn't get to uh snag a bottle of some of the other stuff but you know guys brown water select if you're still if you're listening um and you've got some of the what was it the anti-vax or something like that so i don't remember what it was called but i, I knew it was the, the straight bourbon i'd love to try it yeah shout out ricky and damon um I've, I've never met them on. I've talked to Ricky briefly and I met him once, but he seems like a cool dude. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think on our unofficial Barrel Brothers rating system, I'm going to give this a 4.1 out of 5. Yeah. I For not being a huge Rye fan, I'd be in the, you know, 3.9 to 4.0, probably on the 4.0 side just because of how strong the flavors are. Heck yeah. So good job, guys. Hey guys, this is Dave from the Barrel Brothers Podcast. Are you interested in commentary for the average golfer? If so, head on over to the First Tee Jitters Podcast. That's the First Tee Jitters Podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So this this Nulu Toasted Rye uh, that we're drinking tonight is made by Prohibition Craft Spirits out of Louisville, uh, Kentucky. So they haven't they haven't been around too long, 2016 to present, uh, and they really just specialize in other spirits. Whiskey's pretty new to them. I mean, they're pretty new in general, but uh, I mean, they've been sourcing all their stuff from MGP because they don't have anything old enough to sell yet. Their flagship spirit is their uh, tequila, their Nulu Reposado. Reposado? I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, Reposado. I'm not sure. I'm not a tequila connoisseur guy, so if you got 100% blue agave spirit imported from Mexico, then aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels, born in Mexico and raised in Kentucky. That sounds like a terrible time to me. (laughs) I I do not like tequila. Tequila and gin do not like me at all, just as a side note. (laughs) You know, I was talking to my neighbor about that, and I was like, you know, I'm not a big tequila guy. And he's like, I'm not either, but his father-in-law uh, is like a, he, you know, he was in the bourbon craze for a while and now he's into high shelf tequila. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you, he's like, if you graduate past like El Toro, you know, like <laughs> bottom shelf tequila, he said a lot of this stuff drinks like bourbon. Like it's very, not like taste wise, but you know, like the right. complexity, it's not like, you know, just throwing back shots of tequila and chasing it with lime. 
He's like, you you actually sip it like bourbon or sip it like rum. I don't know well, if that's that my be, game. <laughs> uh, I don't know either. That might be worth checking out once or twice, though. Potentially. Maybe we'll start out with the uh, the tequila finished bourbon from Lone Rider out of North Carolina. Shout out. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds pretty tasty. Anyways, Nulu, uh, the name Nulu stands for New Louisville. So it's, I guess it's the East Market District of downtown. It's referred to Nulu because it's the becoming like district for the unique art galleries, special stores, antique shops, and a number of local upscale up and coming restaurants. So Richmond people, Richmond, Virginia people, I think it's, I would equate it to like the fan district, potentially like the artsy fan district, maybe monument. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in the fan or even some spot. Well, yeah, I would equate it more to the fan, uh, like the museum district instead of um, like short pump or something like that. Cause short pump is too, uh, what's the word um, when you have not mom and pop chain restaurant, not mom and pop restaurants or corporate corporate restaurants. Yeah. No, I would agree. I mean, you've been, you've been at Richmond longer than I have. So yeah, it, I guess it's the fan district, maybe Scott's edition. I guess that's like the new hipster. Ooh, that's a little bit better. Yeah, that's a better <laughs> that's a better analogy for sure. You know, I've been in Richmond area for coming on four years now. All my buddies just moved here. So I'm getting to experience all the stuff that I didn't experience when I first moved here. Scott's edition is super hipstery. It is now. When I got here in 15, it was a dump. Like it was awful. All those restaurants and distilleries and stuff didn't start popping up until 16, 17, somewhere in there. But yeah, I mean, it's still kind of dumpy in a lot of areas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they've got like good restaurants there. Busky Cideries down there. I think Strange Ways might have a spot in Scott's Edition now. Blueby Cideries there. Uh, the Barcade, the Circuit. There's, there's, It's a cool hangout spot for sure. So it's it's still up and coming. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely work in progress. And that's why I equated to Nulu because it's, uh, I guess it's an up and coming area of Louisville. So there's, uh, you know, the the building that Prohibition Craft Spirits is in has a long history. It used to be, uh, I think, a pharmacy at one point. Prohibition Craft Spirits has a tunnel in the bottom, like in the bottom of the basement, which is a network of like a bunch of different tunnels underneath Louisville where they used to bootleg and just like, you know, run liquor up and down, back and forth, left and right. That was kind of cool. Um, That's super sick. <laughs> I mean, there's just miles and miles of tunnels, you know, meant for smuggling alcohol down there during Prohibition. Let's see. When Prohibition, they were searching that tunnel, they found 100-year-old alcohol bottles and a miner's lantern modified with a Model T taillight. How cool is that? Hell Yeah. <laughs> the guys that are walking the tunnels, they could, they said that like, as you walk, you can just see the bullet holes, uh-huh. like just from the Roaring Twenties when you know things were shit hot and everybody's you know killing each other and it's like the Wild West. That's so crazy! Damn, that's awesome. The other, the other kind of cool part of the history is uh, the Ohio River flooded at one point, 1937. The Ohio River flooded. And it caused a big portion of Louisville to be fl- like underwater as well. So the building that PCS is in right now, Prohibition Craft Spirits, PCS, um, at that point was called Baxter Avenue Pharmacy, which sold medicinal alcohol. And much of the city at that point, including that building, was underwater for like three weeks. And that's how long oh. it took to come down. 
and there's pictures up on the walls of uh, of bridges made out of bourbon barrel staves, and then people would cut the bourbon barrels in half and use it as boats, and they would row down like down oh, the street. Oh hell yeah! Like from the water, it's it's pretty cool. Hell yeah! <laughs> so pretty interesting. Uh, was seeming like I didn't think was going to be that cool of a story turned out to be a really cool story. Gotta love it. The more you know. Hey guys, this is Dave and Brian from the Barrel Brothers Podcast. I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, but Virginia was actually the birthplace of distilled spirits in America. And for those of you listening in the Richmond or Central Virginia area, we encourage you guys to get out and support our ever-growing base of craft distilleries. In particular, if you're looking for a great day out in the country, we encourage you to visit our friends over at Three Crosses Distilling Company. Yeah, and actually, David, our friends at Three Crosses Distilling Company are a family and veteran-owned craft distillery right in the village of Powhatan in Powhatan County. They're creators of multiple award-winning spirits, not to forget their highly decorated American whiskey. Their tasting room is a throwback to the classic neighborhood gathering place. Give Three Crosses a try. They'll quickly become one of your favorite hangouts. Also, don't forget to let them know that the Barrel Brothers sent you. Brian and I occasionally talk about uh, some news in whiskey. So mm-hmm. something that I read this week um, on the complete opposite end of the country in Portland, Oregon, there is a distillery called East Side Distilling Company, and it's a uh, consumer focused beverage company. They make a lot of spirits, including some bourbon and rice. They announced uh, a partnership with American Forest, which is the nation's oldest conservation organization. News to me. And they, uh, to help protect the Oregon white oak. So as you guys know, bourbon barrels are made out of um, new white oak, charred white oak. So the Oregon barrel, the Oregon white oak is grown in the Willamette Valley of Oregon, which is like a 150 mile long valley in Northwest Oregon. They say that it imparts a different flavor, a deep vanilla and clove flavor to bourbon. That's what kind of makes it stand out, you know, against the traditional American white oak. Huh. I thought that was kind of cool. But anyways, they partnered with American Forest. They're going to plant 5,000 oak trees in that valley to, uh, to take, you know, to restore all the trees they've been cutting down. They also... I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, people, if you're out there, fact check me. Eastside Distilling, they only use oak from fallen trees. Oh, so they won't go out and cut anything I don't down. think that they're cutting anything down. I respect that. So I guess, you know, the the Oregon white oak gives it a different flavor, but also, too, the, the fact that they're using fallen oak trees gives it some other twist. I don't know. I'd have to try that. So, I mean, if... Uh... If a tree falls during a storm, that's one thing. But like, if it's dead on the inside, did they still try to like salvage it? I mean, probably not. I'm interested in the rest of that story now. <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to witness it, does it make a sound? Yes. So I thought that was kind of cool. Tell Shout me. out Eastside Distilling. If you're listening to us, send us some of your stuff to try. We love mm-hmm. to review it. Yep, we'd love to hear from you regardless. So drop us a line. Hi, friends. That's all we got for you this week. As always, please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and boat. Don't drink and golf cart. Especially you guys out on the golf course this weekend. 
myself included, <laughs> just drink a little bit. Don't drink a whole lot while you're driving the golf course. Take your Powerade with you, rehydrate because it is ugly hot in Richmond these days. But uh, yeah, as as always, um, call a friend, call a cab, call an Uber, make make good decisions and smart choices, everybody. Um, and and time and time again, as we always say, drink what you love, love what you drink.